NTR Network. The doctor here with Herosia, Joseph, and Parrish to discuss Star Trek, The Lower Decks, a new animated series on CBS All Access, the network that uh, Star Trek seems to be building for them. (laughs) (laughs) It's been a while since I've been on the mic with you guys. I know I didn't do Picard because I just, there was just too much going on with the shutdown and everything. So um, how have you been? Hanging in there, working, working, and more working. <laughs> Same. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, making it. Um, so I, we got to notice, I think, a while ago, at least, um, we, uh, my director sent an appointment for remote for the rest of the year. So that's a good thing. I just know that I don't have to leave the house I- until 2021. I so. have to start going in every Monday, starting this Monday. Oh. And I did oh, a test. I'm so sorry. I did a test run just to dust down my office and I get some stuff done, and it's already a freaking nightmare. Um, I was trying to walk down the stairs, and there was someone on three kids on the stairs, along with a person who works in the building who does not have a mask. And the policy on campus is you have to wear a mask inside buildings. And I'm like, okay, guys, can you get off the stairs? I'm trying to go downstairs. Why did this fool take off his mask and walk back up the stairs? I'm, like, I'm sorry, I couldn't hear you. And he wasn't being mean. He literally was like, I can't hear you. I'm like, so you don't, your mask helps you to hear better? If you don't put that mask on <laughs> and get your ass off the stairs so I can come downstairs? I'm like, and. Yeah, yeah. And the students I just started play. moving back in this weekend. This is about to be a freaking nightmare. Yeah. Um, my mom just sent two of her kids to university. BCU is uh, remote, but my sister is an athlete. And so she's off at Wisconsin mm-hmm. and they're not doing fall sports, but her sport is in spring. So she's on campus now. Mm. And then my brother's a freshman in high school and we're trying to see if we can get him homeschooled so he doesn't have to go into classes in Virginia because it's no, my mom survived cancer. She can't, she can't have, yeah, she can't have that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. She can't risk that at mm-hmm. all. But anyway, so yeah. yeah, this, for those of us working in higher ed, uh, is about to begin. Yeah. I'm just waiting for you to strike. I'll be in the streets with you. <laughs> I'm not unionized. We don't even have um, shared governance. The, my, my job classification, so there's faculty senate and there's staff senate, and we're considered admin faculty. We have no shared governance. We're not covered by you. Oh. Ugh. Wow. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah. Uh, it's okay. It's okay. I was, I will I was like, it, your thoughts and prayers. I was like, you know what? If push comes to shove, my BMI is over thirty. So if I have to, I will pull that card and be like, I'm high risk. I can't come in. It's got to be remote. <laughs> hey, you do what you got to do. Mm-hmm. And I've been losing weight. I'm like, let me start eating some more sugar, some more cake. You know? <laughs> 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 I put all these pounds. I'd lost back. Yeah, you, you're. You're losing the weight, and it's all coming to me. <laughs> right, exactly. Yeah, my 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 doctor was like, "Yo, um, you gotta lose some weight." Oh no! <laughs> I know, I know. You're you all are stuck in the house. I get the COVID nineteen, but um, bro, you gotta lose some weight. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so. so Star Trek Lord Dex um is a little irreverent. If I didn't know any better, I think it was like a parody along the lines of South Park or something. Um, It's basically about the folks we don't hear much from on the major shows. One of them is clearly the daughter of the captain and another high-ranking official in Starfleet and just their shenanigans. What were your thoughts on these first two episodes? 
I loved it. It was like fun. Mm. I felt like joy. And it was still very Star Trek at the same time. Yeah. And the way they've done, I know it's the same kind of animation style as Rick and Morty. So I was very familiar with that style. Mm -hmm. And I was just, I was laughing. It was like really fun. It, it poked fun at some of the characters and some of the tropes within Star Trek that people have been kind of talking about in the fandom, but taking it in a very serious yet fun manner. Mm -hmm. And I, I was like, this is a good way for young people to be introduced to Star Trek and still be Star Trek. So I'm, I'm glad this is on. Okay. Joseph, you still with us? I heard something drop. Yeah, I'm here. Oh. Um, I thoroughly enjoyed the first two episodes. I'm, and I'm like, you know, it, it, yeah, it's a bit irreverent. It's, a, it's poking fun at it while loving it at the same time. That's the, the best way I can describe it. Okay. And Parrish, what about you? What were your thoughts? Yeah, same. I loved it. Um, it's a breath of fresh air because you know, the, the other two Star Trek series are really heavy and really, you know, directed and um, you know, you need a you need a little levity. Um and so and I also appreciate the fact that, you know, not only are they rebuilding Star Trek the brand, but they're successfully being all things to all people. So, you know, you got your sort of jump in right now. You don't need to know a whole lot with Discovery, but it's still a really solid Star Trek show. You got Picard for the people who are really, really nerdy about the lore, and now you got this, which I, I agree with, um, with Roja. You know, this is this is this will bring the 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 teenagers into Star Trek, and it's got that sense of humor and like I, I love it. It's cute. Mm, okay, so I wasn't gonna do a episode by episode breakdown, but highlights to you from you guys from the let's start with the first episode where we're introduced to everyone all the different characters um even the bridge officers are somewhat like extra i noticed was it just me noticing that they were extra no yeah. it wasn't just you yeah they, they are absolutely insane but <laughs> I, I was reading something and it, it stuck with me you know yes they are all batshit crazy, okay? They're just completely off-kilter. But they're all incredibly competent at what they do. Mm. Yes. You know, they are They're very brilliant. They're very capable for all intents and purposes. They're nerds. But they're weird, <laughs> you know, and that's great. Can we also talk about that um, scene in the canteen? <laughs> when the... <laughs> When the guy came back infected, and the two are sitting there getting to know each other, <laughs> all hell is breaking loose behind them. It looked like a horror movie. They're just sitting there chatting, like, "Oh, we're holding hands." Oh, what? <laughs> yeah. that was great. Like hell is freezing over on this ship, and uh, they're having a meet cute. Yeah. I, I also like the fact that it was very, they leaned into the fact that everyone here is competent, but they're all like nerds. Yeah. Like they're scientists. They talk like scientists. They, they talk do. like engineers. They they love the little, like the, uh, what's his name? Uh, Rutherford. Mm -hmm. He's like, I really just, I just want to be in the tubes. 
he's like hyper focused on what he wants to do and his nerdy stuff that maybe not everyone understands why he's obsessive but they're like okay dude that's your thing that's oh, your thing oh that yeah episode two when he was um handling the uh borg that was freaking amazing i yeah. was here for I, it i love the fact that like when he was changing careers and you thought that they would be hard on him they kept celebrating him yeah it's like okay i don't want to be an engineer anymore well whatever you do you're going to be the best at and He's everybody like, was clapping <coughs> you don't yeah. want to be here well that's great that you figured out what it is you want to do and we support you're like what is happening i want to be part of the security And that actually has a basis in the in um in the military as well, because when you first come up, you know, sorry, Joseph's military minute. I know we're shit, but still, um, when you're especially in the Navy, when you don't have a specific rank, uh, specific job title like information systems technician, for example, um, you're considered a deck seaman, and you get to decide, you know, do I want to actually still stay on this deck, do I want to be in radio? Do I want to be in ops? Do I want to be maybe in engineering? Do I want to work with the guns? You know, it's that that was a, a, a very good look at what actually does happen on actual ships. And I also love the fact that our girl Don Lewis, who was on a different world, who was in I'm Gonna Get You Sucker, plays the captain. And also that Rebecca Remain's husband is the voice of Captain Ransom. I mean, Commander Ransom. I thought that was cool. Like, oh, hubby and wife doing Star Trek together. That's adorable. <laughs> I also like like the little subtle references that they have, like all the different characters that they've roped in. Like the Doctor is from like the the Star Trek animation series, the, the, the cat species that I can't pronounce. It starts with a K. Mm-hmm. And just all the background characters that you see, like there was like Bullions, there was Bajorans, there's Trills. Mm-hmm. Just like it, it, it helped flesh out the the space of the show and the series to make it more interconnected. Where you don't necessarily can do that so much with the live action shows because of makeup and time and stuff like that. I also like that they established that this is firmly in the TV series timeline as opposed to the movie timeline with all the name mm-hmm. drops from episode one, like, oh, the void, you got to do the Janeway maneuver. And do you know about Worf? And what about Troy and her cat suit? And blah, blah, blah. I was like, what's the Janeway maneuver? I was like, I wanted to, and it was like death. It was like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> that was great. I love Mariner. She is hysterical. Yeah. Oh, the sarcastic Vulcan salute. That's how I'm going to greet people from now on. <laughs> I don't know we did it yet, but it was just in previews. But I, I was like, yes. I like that. I mean, going back to the theme of everybody being like hyper competent, I love how Mariner is a slacker, but she's the most competent slacker you have ever seen in your life. Yes. Yes. Like, it's so great. And got connects. Klingon connects, Ferengi connects. Yeah, she's seen some things, and I like the fact that she she's willing to help her fellow person without being too obvious, like with the backdoor deal with the, the Ferengi. Yes. Like the way she was talking about it was like kind of obvious, like she knew he was a Ferengi, but not a bully, and it was like, yeah, well, what's going on here? Were you just faking it? And then you realize it was just like a whole setup deal. 
And I, I like that about her because I'm, I'm sure that's not that she's going to do with each of the crew members, but I like that she was like, okay, this is, dude, this is what you need to do, but you got to you gotta unclench, man. Yeah. Also, they've established that this is like present day, well, for them present day, you know what I mean. Because um, like Discovery is essentially pre-Kirk, right? But this is like post everything. This is post Kirk. Uh, I, I watched the uh, SDC. Mm-hmm. SDCC um, presentation and it, it happens like immediately after Nemesis. Okay, perfect. There it is. Yeah. So and plus the that they do the 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 titling both the end and the beginning in the same lettering style as Star Trek Next Generation. I thought that was like a nice ode to the canon and stuff like that, and also kind of a hint to the audience like what time period you kind of are in. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Even the style of the shit, the Cerritos is um, in the in the style of the original uh, the 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 Enterprise D. So, what are you guys looking forward to from this? It looks like we're getting ten episodes. Whoa, whoa, whoa Joseph, you got to mute, sweetie. It looks like we're getting uh, ten episodes. No, twenty-two. No, it's, it's ten. Seasons. Okay, yep. Yeah, okay, so we're getting ten this season through October. And then we don't know when the next season's coming up, but what are we looking forward to with I wonder if it's just gonna be like episode by episode, which I'm perfectly fine with if we don't have a thematic like through line. I'm good with episode of the week. Yeah, I kind of prefer that this show doesn't have that. Um because it is comedic. I I, I yeah. I, I I'm fine with it being episode by episode. Yeah, I think it allows for people to like if they're new to to the series to be familiar with Star Trek, but if you've been here for a while, it's kind of with still within the style of being episodic, episodic and just having fun and just learning about the characters and what's going on in this part of the universe, if you will. Hmm. I would like to see them like the way they've been going to the planets and the, the details of the planets, actually going to different planets and seeing like the different types of civilizations and stuff like that. I really want to know Mariner's backstory. Um, I want to know how she got to the point where she's just kind of a slacker. And her mom's getting, her mom's trying to kick her off the shit. Hey, have you seen her parents? <laughs> her parents are Mr. and Mrs. Starfleet. And, right. And she has got to be sick and tired of that shit. Yeah, <laughs> that's a good point. It's the acting now. Yeah. She's the preacher's kid, essentially. She's basically a preacher's kid. She's been solo, but not a jackass. Ah, oh, that's a good analogy. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I mean, we've gotten hints about it, but I think they'll probably like drag it throughout the season. But she's just right now one of my favorite characters on on the television show right now. Oh, me saying and... I'm I'm always here for the black girl. So, <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> absolutely. And I, I would love to see more of the dynamic between her and the captain. Like, have we seen some of the hints to the, to the, for the preview for the whole series, if you are, or for the season? But I would love to see her, her interactions with her mom or her dad or whatever and just what, what that relationship is. Because I'm sure it's very hard to be, as you say, you know, the preacher's kid, you know. And right now it seems like the rest of the crew is not aware of that right now. I also like uh, Captain Freeman. I mean, she knows her crew is batshit crazy and extra, but she also knows that they're competent. Yeah. And so it's like, 
she's she's towing that line between like I gotta keep them in line and I gotta let them be who they are and and sort of this other understanding that that like it probably is not possible to to add sanity to this shit with the people that she has to deal with you know in charge very true very true question though there was something that happened in episode two that i feel like i don't know if i missed it or it got glossed over there was that little light that that kind of flew through or into the captain and then i feel like they never went back to it is it just me go back to it i wouldn't be surprised if we saw more of that in the future okay so it wasn't just me i i wanted to make sure i wasn't imagining things I thought it would come back up in that episode. It's like, oh, they're they're gonna play play the long game with that one. Hmm. Well, so much for not it being the episode of the week because that's setting up a thread, <laughs> which is fine. I'm sure they'll pull it off fine. Yeah. I just, you know. I don't think it's gonna be like a. I hope it's not like a dominant storyline. Like maybe it might be something they resolve like really quickly. Yeah. Because it seems like they're resolving some of the, like the thing. They're not dragging things out. Like everything ends within that episode. Like the zombie thing ended within the episode, then getting the general was at the end of the episode <laughs> and stuff like that. Yeah. That's true. That is true. The general was hilarious, by the way. The general was absolutely hilarious. Um Gotta love a drunk sling gun. <laughs> <laughs> the only thing, like the only criticism I would have on the show, and it's something that I thought Deep Space Nine really and even Enterprise addressed was like there's different ranks than officers and it seemed like everyone's an instant everyone like we've seen so far as a lieutenant and like there's no like crewman or chief of operations oh yeah. yeah well they said it's the lower deck so but yeah you're right usually the ensigns wind up being close you know in key positions so when you think lower decks you're thinking crewman at least I do mm-hmm. I was thinking that as well. So I hope that we will see that aspect of like there's crewmen, there's chief of operations or something to that nature and not everyone's just an ensign or a lieutenant or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. So we have this through October and then I'm trying to see something here. Because they, they wrapped up Discovery, so... They announced the official date is October 19th. So basically yeah, so right after this ends, Discovery starts back up. It says here yep. the, the series premiere is Thursday, October 15th. Yes. Yeah, because they even their social media was like, we're going through, I think it was 24 weeks of straight Star Trek. Yeah. Brand I can't wait. I'm here for it. I'm yep. here. Absolutely. Same here. And I just, I just like, could we have a trailer? Just a a little trailer, another one. Ah, <laughs> no, nah, I don't need it. I don't need it. I know it's gonna be good. I, yeah, I don't need it. Did anybody um, just switching gear? I, do, well, does anybody uh, have anything else about lower decks? I don't. Yeah, but I think you got something about something else. So I'm gonna let you set that up. I, the only other thing I was wondering is that the announced animation show, the Star Trek Prodigy, if it's gonna be in the same animation style. Hmm. Well, that's a good question. That's the only thing, like, watching the SEC, I don't quite remember if they were stating, like, they were just talking general, like, they made the announcement of what, like, a little bit of a hint of what it's going to be about, which uh, we joked about being, like, Fast and Furious in space. Um, but I'm wondering if it's going to be in the same, 
uh, general animation style, if they're going to be consistent with that, which I'll be fine with, or yeah. if they're going to switch it up. And this this isn't going to be on all access. This is going to be on Nick, right? That was kind of Nickelodeon, but Paramount and Viacom have merged together. And then CBS Access is going to change to Paramount Plus. I don't know if you guys noticed that. Like, what? Did... Yeah. So if you go to CBS Access now, they've been kind of putting stuff on CBS Access. I have noticed there was that. A... Yeah. They just did like a little blurb that they plan on changing CBS Access to Paramount Plus. And they're just merging all their little separate streaming services that they had. Yeah, because I, I did see like VET and all that stuff on there. When I yeah, in. So Disney is going to be pissed. Who? So I don't... So they are on Say again. Disney going to be pissed because they on their jock with the uh, Paramount Plus. Disney ain't worried about them. Yeah, that's kind of like net. Disney. That's kind of like Netflix being worried about all these folks showing up. Netflix like, oh, that's cute. Yeah. <laughs> um. So I don't know where Nickelodeon falls into that because it is part of Paramount. So I don't know if it's going to be part of that packaging that they're doing with the streaming service. But so far, it's supposed to be on Nickelodeon. Hmm. Okay. So should I? So I've currently had I currently have all, all access through Amazon. So I'm thinking maybe I should decouple those and go straight to the source probably. with the streaming service. Mm, probably. I don't know because. It's weird with the way they've been packaging stuff. Like yeah. I would hold off until something officially comes out, because right yeah. now it's just media blurbs. Yeah, yeah. Because what they could probably do is just switch it when you, you one day you click on and it's just Paramount Plus bundled hmm. into Amazon. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah. So but, far, so far, so good. Yeah, because I don't know I because have... right now, like, what is it like? Peacock or Disney is not on the Roku TVs or Apple TVs or there's somebody that's not on Amazon right now, like the Fire Stick. HBO Max. I I I, I have Apple TV, so I mean. Yeah, HBO Max has been going back and forth with it. Okay, that's what it is. Yeah. So there. Yes, I would hold off because I was thinking the same thing, and I was like, I'll just wait until everything is official. Yeah. 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 So it's so far so good though. I mean, I was really antsy about the number of streaming services, but it's it's sort of working itself out. Um, with the you know Disney Hulu ESPN deal that was pretty neat. Um, Peacock I don't have to pay anything for because um, I still have cable. Um, so yeah, so so far I'm not ripping my hair out with the amount of commitment involved. Hopefully, when Paramount shifts over, they'll have a deal, a similar deal that Peacock does even. We'll see. But yeah, so far so good. We'll see. And I think, you know, when we were talking about Netflix, like the the last dance team up with ESPN. Um, I think what we're gonna start seeing where there'll be like cross platforms of certain shows and stuff like that. Because mm-hmm. I think it really benefited both. Mm-hmm. Like if you look on Netflix, Last Dance is still in the top ten. And that's something that's produced by ESPN, which is owned by Disney. Yeah. So I think there's going to be a lot of, not everything, but there'll be a lot of cross platforms of certain shows. Like kind of what it started off now where Netflix was licensing like things from ABC and stuff like that. I think Mm -hmm. people got nervous that when people start launching their own platforms that that was going to go away and that you'd have to buy all Mm -hmm. these extra subscriptions. But honestly, 
especially with the economic times being what they are now, it doesn't make sense to burn those bridges. We'll still see it. Yeah, we'll still see it. Like, for example, CW has a deal with Netflix mm -hmm. to where stuff is dropping. Um, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., which just ended, um, the, they're going to drop supposedly September, the final season. And so you can see it, all that on Netflix. Yeah, and that, that deal's, right, that deal's been in place for years with ABC yeah. and yeah. Um, yeah. about Agents exactly. of S.H.I.E.L.D., so. Yeah. So I, I, I don't think, I understand why people are nervous right now, but I think there will be some kind of cross-platforming and stuff because it benefits both companies, and I think it keeps the regulators out of their business for now out yeah. by, by allowing that. Yeah, keeps although right now the regulators are being deregulated. So, but this I is get true. It. They seem to have like a bug up their butt about tech. Yeah, going after Amazon, Facebook, and all that stuff. So, we'll see. Yeah. Anything else before we wrap up? Oh, I was just wondering if anybody watched the SDCC um, presentation. I've not. I've not. I've been. I've been swallowed with work, unfortunately, and I'm behind on everything. So, stuff yeah, I was. I, I was supposed today. to do. I was supposed to do write-ups. I never got around to them. So sorry, audience. I never got around to my write-ups because I've been working into the night, and I'm kind of tired <laughs> by the time I'm done with all that. So, yeah. not a whole lot of red meat. Um, it, it was a lot of fan service. There was a table read for um discovery um for the last episode where um section 31 and in, in in the enterprise and discovery went to battle with one another that was really cute mm -hmm. um they did an interview with uh the cast of picard that was really neat um what they did say was that and i think this is probably already out knowledge already out there but um Strange New Worlds, they've already broken down 10 episodes, so that's moving right ahead. So I can't wait for that. Um, yeah. Anson Mount like posted a picture where he shaved his COVID beard. <laughs> so um, he's going to Canada. Yeah. Yeah, so I mean, it. Uh, you know, long story short, it is, it's not something that's essential for you to, to watch. You know, it, like I said, they didn't drop a whole lot of red meat, but it is it's fan service and it's really good fan service. And, you know, if you have the time, I recommend, I recommend everybody watch it. It's just really, it was really nice. It was really nice to see all of those, you know, actors back virtually. And, you know, it, it, it just seems like they love working together, you know, and everything just, it's a testament to how well Star Trek is doing right now. <laughs> cool. Well, the only last thing I have to say is for any audience member that's abroad, um, the Star Trek lore decks because of COVID, because they pushed this, sh this show up early. Um, the streaming rights for that is not exactly very clear yet, but they're working on it to make sure that people can get the, the, the series mm -hmm. soon enough. But the first episode, or at least the premiere episode, is on YouTube globally. So if you're abroad, at least you get a kind of a hint of like what we're talking about. And they're just trying to work on the distribution. It's going to take time for that. But hopefully they plan on at least by the end of the year for the international rights to um, settle and then everyone be able to see the series. Nice. And then my last tidbit is, did anyone see the UFO Borg Cube in front of the sun that NASA and the government released? No. 
did not. No, but at, at this point, come on. I welcome I our Borg overlords. <laughs> Ain't no resistance from me. Mm. Cylons, Borg, I don't, I don't care at this point. Mm-hmm. Well, they're just really releasing these weird, like, UFO information, dumping it, and one of them pictures is, like, this unknown object that looks like a Borg cube in front of our sun. Oh, I'm I remember kidding. that meme from early on in the uh, pandemic where it was like the board queen said, never mind, y'all got it. We'll, we'll be back another time. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. I, I, I have said this repeatedly on Twitter, and I know you guys have seen it. Like, I hope people now understand why I feel that alien invasion movies are utter bullshit. Like, yep. any intelligent species would just wait for us to kill ourselves off. Right. Which we are like, doing a very good up? job of right there's, now. There's somebody in front of our solar system with like the little like yellow jacket and the stop sign and just pushing and moving people along. Like, don't don't come this way, dude. Yeah, no, just, no, no. Just, keep keep just it, go keep it moving. Keep go it moving. around. Keep go around. Go around. <laughs> just give it time. Just give it time. <laughs> but I just I just love that there's so much Star Trek now. Yeah. I know COVID's delayed some stuff. But everything like like the Star Trek New Worlds, they they have that written. Season two of Picard's written. Uh, they announced it like way early in the year, and then Alex Kirkman like com- pretty much confirmed it. Like season four is going to happen, and they're writing that now for Discovery. Uh, mm-hmm. Section thirty one, you know, is written. They're just waiting to go into production. Like there's so much Star Trek now for everyone who has a particular taste or need. And it's it's just a wonderful time. I've never thought that this would ever happen. Yeah, no, I agree. I agree. Yeah, I yeah, absolutely. I mean, I don't want to say that that Star Trek. You know, I felt like Star Trek's best days were behind them because I think, you know, it's it's such that it's always kind of gone through like dry periods and then it blows up again. I, but the the fact that like Doc said they are essentially building CBS. That is amazing. That's amazing. Yeah. People love Star Trek and it's a what? Six decade and it's almost as nearly a six decade entity. Mm-hmm. Every, every decade has had a Star Trek. And the in the way that they're approaching it now i mean we've talked about this endlessly when we're talking about uh, discovery but you know they are really they're really doubling down in this age on in on the the sort of the utopian aspects of the of the mythology you know they're really trying to make it even at the sdcc presentation they kept saying this is an inclusive story this is an inclusive environment this is the way that gene roddenberry intended it and we're not going to depart from this. You know, we feel some responsibility to be progressive and, and visionary. And I mean, you know, it's, it's something that we should, we should expect from this franchise, but I think it's not, I, but I still think it's something that we can't take for granted for granted. And I still think it's something that should be applauded. No, you're right. I agree. Agreed. Any final thoughts before we wrap up? Okay. Nothing here. I am <laughs> excited for the rest of the year for something good to finally happen. And, you know, we'll see how the rest of it goes. Cool. Same. 
So we'll be back in a few weeks with episodes, let's say, three through five. Are we thinking three through five? Sounds good to me. Yeah. Cool. All right. Thanks for joining us, everyone. Say goodbye. Say goodbye. Bye. Bye. <laughs>